In three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About? The podcast where we help you understand what everyone is talking about in the news today. I'm Jack. I'm Jennifer. And before we get started, make sure you share this content with everybody. And make sure to like, subscribe, and follow us on all the social media. And remember, only follow us in 2022 or we're going to be really sad, you guys. But seriously, make sure you get perspectives from everywhere because we don't want you being left in the dark like some people in the world today. Yeah, absolutely. And Jennifer, we have an article from the Associated Press today about a town in Virginia <laughs> who is trying to come together. The citizens, I guess, they're on different sides of the political aisle. They're trying to come together. So they're trying to do the impossible what you're saying uh yes and they're trying it over a cup of civility so i'm guessing it has something to do with this picture in which it's a woman in a tea shop and i'm guessing they're trying to settle this over tea or which coffee in our Could history did not settle things it only began things. it looks more like coffee to me but but let's see how they're healing the world and how we can all learn to be better people we're healing the world with coffee or honestly tea, I like tea too, then mm -hmm. I'm on board. Honestly, we could probably heal the world with iron supplements, caffeine, and, and a good night's rest. But anyway, uh, so when Maureen Donnelly, oh, Jennifer, it's a story from the Associated Press. Yeah. Yes, it is. No, I mean like, it, like it's a story. They're going to be writing this like a story. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. We, they, they do that a they lot, do. don't they? Their writers really like to like get into the prose. They're bored. Uh, when Maureen Donnelly Morris came from nearby Leesburg to open her cafe in Lovettsville, the neighbors rallied to her aid. Excellent. Divisions ripping at their town and their country were set aside. Americans' thunderous rage felt distant. People she didn't know sang posts for her parking sign. They brought lights for their cherry spaces outdoors, sharpened her bagel slicing blades, and contributed plants, all to herald what would become the town's civil common ground, Backstreet Brews. That's cute. Wow. Forget at least one split second. Red, blue, right, pro-Trump, anti-Trump. No one asked the woman from Leesburg, which side are you on? In this northern Virginia community of some 2,200 and others like it across the United States, neighborly ways and social ties persist, even in a country that seems to be at war with itself. It's a quieter force than all the yelling that is driving Americans apart, but the redemption of a nation and the future of its democracy may depend on it as the anniversary of January 6th uh, approaches. Yeah, we're gonna have to hear about it here. I guess, yeah, yeah. There we go. Lovely. Uh, at least in the cafe, says Mo, as she's known. Quote: You're allowed to be a Republican, and I don't hate your guts. And you're allowed to be a Democrat, and hopefully you like me if I'm not. So she's an independent. I'm guessing. I don't. Uh, that sentiment can go no longer be taken for granted. The U.S. is split in nearly every way. Shared sacrifices seem to be an artifact. Americans are conspicuously not, quote, all in this together, as the pandemic cliche claims. There's no common set of facts. 
Well, there's a common set of facts. It just depends whether or not you want to listen to them or not. Yeah, there's also people who don't believe it. Uh, Politics has become Mortal Kombat, the video game, says Fiona Hill, the, who served three presidents as a Russian analyst. You have to kind of slay your enemy, she said. It's all basically framed as win, lose, victory, defeat, red versus blue, different factions in shades of blue fighting within themselves. That's the warring America. There's another quieter America, too. It asks about the family. It commiserates about the water bill and shoots the breeze. It's a place where people who can be Facebook nasty, uh, who can be Facebook nasty, who are, uh, can be polite face-to-face. Often, it beats over coffee. So what they're finding is normal, everyday Americans aren't crazy. What we're finding is going back into human interaction is actually helpful for us. Mm-hmm. So getting, getting from behind a screen amidst a global pandemic. And it could also just be that everyone still is crazy. It's just your face-to-face. No one wants to say anything well, that'll yeah. get them hit. I mean, it's like we always talk about, like, you have those select few people, especially, like, at work, who, if they mention something super political, you kind of look at them like, mm, bro, not here, not now, don't do that. Like, I've had nurses that have gone off about how, oh, the vaccine's doing blah, 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 and I'm just like, not here, not here. We're, we're just here, we're forced to be here, like, not here. And even if you, like, agree with something, you never know who's, like, listening. Exactly. And then someone's going to be, like, shouting at both of you, and then everyone looks like, you know, you know, everyone's against everyone. Well, and you also, I mean, you don't want to, like... Stir the pot? Well, accidentally, I don't want to accidentally offend somebody mm-hmm. and, like, make them feel unwelcome, again, right. in a place we both have to be. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I also don't want to argue my political beliefs or my religious beliefs or my whatever right. while I'm working. Mm-hmm. I've had people do both of those things. I've had people come up to me and be like, oh, so you believe, like when I first got the vaccine, they were like, oh, and you f- think the vaccine's going to fix the world, don't you? Someone said that to you? Mm-hmm. Oh. Said that, and they were like, and let me know when your third arm grows in. I was like, bro, that would be helpful. No, I will I will say, I, I made those jokes, but just to be funny, like, oh, like when, when I got my vaccine, you were with me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I would pretend to be woozy and yeah. falling over, just to be funny. But. Well, and me and another coworker asked, like, oh, when does our superpower come in? Mm-hmm. Like, we were joking about that. Right. But no, he was serious. He was like, oh, I bet, you're, I bet you think this is going to fix the world, don't you? And I was like, mm, I mean, that's kind of the goal, bro. I mean, like, it's going to help the old people not to die. But. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, to be fair. Who's had COVID and who hasn't? That's my question. To be fair, he was kind of right. It hasn't really fixed the world. It's definitely helped people not to die, but we're kind of still stuck in this. But anyway, not to go off on it. No, no. But like, I, did, I didn't do it to make a political statement. Right. And, it, and it was just gross and rude that they, he made it a political statement. And then, you know, I've also had, like, people be, like, weirdly religious at me and mm-hmm. be like, oh, well, you shouldn't be doing that. And I'm like, bro, that's not my belief. So you, you can't come at me about it. But, like, not in that setting. I have to be there. It almost seems like it's a cheap shot because if you're saying something, you're going to quip out at work, a, a political quip. You can't, if you're the recipient of that, you can't really defend yourself because you have to bait, you, you know, you have to have a logical argument and you're at work, you have things to do, there's exactly. other people around, you can't have this conversation right now. 
And so if you're someone who's more in that mindset, you're not going to be fighting back. Yeah. And so that kind of gives them a point. And I mean, you and I would always have discussions and how we got an entire podcast, but... Mm -hmm. Well, because I was that person who would fight back. Well, because I was bored, honestly. That's why, you know. Well, you were bored. And then we also... Like, we just chatted about it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like either of us came at the other one, like, about right. this. We just would start a conversation, and then I would have to go do something, and we'd pause the conversation, mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever. But we always kept it civil, and we really, like, truly just wanted to dissect it the way mm -hmm. we do here. So, And I think you were on to something. So you were doing this. You would give me food. And yes. that's what she's doing in this article. She's giving people food that's, and drinks. That's very true. So I guess I guess at every political debate they should have free Cookies food, yeah, and donuts, donuts, yes. Which is chocolate. why no one likes going to get their car fixed anymore. They don't have donuts, free donuts that or coffee. That is a shame. Really, is. that's why I do it myself now. <laughs> uh, the sentiment can no longer be taken for granted. Oh, I read that. I was gonna say. Okay. Oh, next paragraph. Bless you. Did we sneeze? I didn't. I did not. Uh, there's no question that Donald Trump drove people further into their corners and that the one-two punch of political distancing and social distancing has taken a toll as well. Uh, Trump and the pandemic, quote, pretty much ripped a hole through the center of town, says Chris Consual, a left-leaning activist and a former Lovettsville planning commissioner. Into the breach came Backstreet Brews, which set up a building shared with a craft store in late 2017, then expanded in 2021 to fill the space. It became the town's social hub. Uh, worship groups and new moms groups and other coffee clashes. Political discussions pop-ups, though rarely a heated argument. Oh, political discussions popped up, but there's rarely a political argument. When you sneeze in one cubbyhole, a stranger in another calls out, bless you. Oh, so that's where they're... I mean, that just also sounds like any, like, southern town ever. It's Virginia, is that really southern? It's not southern, but, like, any... I'm just thinking of, the, like, southern town. Like, any small town, I guess. A, a close small town. I hope that's what it is, because when I grow up, I, I, I cough like I sneeze, or I... I sneeze like a cough, mm -hmm. and no one ever said bless you to me growing up as a child, and that's the way I I think am. you still kind of do that, because sometimes I ask you, I'm like, was that a cough or a sneeze? Weren't we at someone, and someone did that recently? They're like, oh, I was at a meeting, and someone's like, cough? I was like, sneeze. They're like, bless you. Like, Thank you. <laughs> well, at least they ask. My problem is, is I'll sneeze, and I'll get blessed. I'll sneeze again, mm. get blessed again, and then it'll be a little delay, but I'll usually sneeze a third time. And so then the person doesn't know, like, do, do I bless her again? Or, like, what's going on? So I usually look at them and I go, it clearly didn't take. Just don't worry about it. I just do one bless you now. You sneeze three times in a row or two times in a row. I just do one bless you. Yeah. But, but nowadays it's, it's bless you and you spray aerosol all over Your everything. Lysol. Your miniature Lysol can. Uh, it's not really a pot stirrer kind of place, said Mo, who turns a brilliant smile on everyone. Well, yeah, because it's a coffee shop. Yeah. Like, who, like what coffee shop? I'm, I'm just curious here. What coffee shop are people getting into political arguments or restaurants or anywhere? I would hope like, you go not. in and you do your thing. Yeah, I would hope not. 
I mean, there's those weird videos where people get into fistfights, but that's far and in between. Yeah. I mean, that's just, it's viral because it's rare. Um, I just don't invite it. Right, it's a coffee shop. And if it comes up, you know, as long as it's respectful, you can talk about whatever your beliefs are. I don't care. Well, she's busy, so she's not really listening. Yeah. Uh, if you are a staunch this or a staunch that, I always say keep that out of here. Great. Uh, John Ferguson, a retired for foreign service officer, contributed flags and solar lights to Backstreet on Lovettsville, Pennsylvania Avenue, a lane barely wide enough for two cars. He was massively relieved when Trump vacated the White House on the, that other Pennsylvania Avenue in Washington. When it comes to defending the integrity of elections and guarding against more insurrections, he said, quote, I don't think you can pussyfoot around right now, and certainly not for as long as Trump has seen. But what if the Democrats? They are, quote, they are treating Trump voters as if they're stupid, Ferguson said. Quote, that's a huge mistake. It's tremendously dangerous. Alien. Are, have, has the article just gone into the various political beliefs of people in this town? Yeah, I, I'm really curious if if AP has has interviewed a Republican in the article about a centrist coffee shop that doesn't care about political beliefs. I'm I'm not sure. Uh, it's very hard to have a conversation nowadays in public spaces, he said. But he said cafe patrons recently fell into a discussion about U.S. relations with Russia and China. Quote, everybody's opinion was greatly accepted, he said. I think we need a little bit more of that. What happened to the days when you did not talk about politics, religion, or whatever the other third thing was when you're in public or you're at a private gathering? Like, there's certain things what you just don't. The third? Oh, I feel like it was your salary. I feel like that's the third thing you're not supposed to talk about. Politics, religion, or salary. I talk about my salary. We should talk about this. I mean, you should. If you're being undercut, then the only way to know that is if you're talking about your salary. We digress. Um, um, but, he, but he's saying it's very hard to have conversations nowadays, which is true. But you're also, I, I think people are more interested in having the conversations they're not supposed to have today than they were in the past because social norms have changed yeah to where we're bringing them up more likely more often than but we were i think before. we also need to bring them up as long as we can have the conversation rational no i, I agree with that i just don't think we're trained we're not to do that we're not None and of then us are. and social media has not helped that because now we're trained to like attack first and then Provide a logical argument last. Right. So, right. It's just like he said. He used the word pussyfoot, which is exactly how most of us went about our daily lives. Yeah. And now social media has given us a faux confidence or fox confidence. Whereas we don't really have confidence when it comes to these things because that's why it devolves into a shouting match. Yeah. Because you don't have confidence in your argument, so you just scream at someone else. You don't have confidence in your argument, and it's very likely that you will say, oh, well, per XYZ source. Mm -hmm. This is the truth, and the person's gonna be like, "Well, I don't believe in that source," mm -hmm. and and then you're taking down the entire argument by just saying like, "Oh, I don't believe you," which is not the way to have a political argument or any kind of argument. Like, if you're presenting facts, 
just just saying I don't believe in that shuts down the argument entirely. Yeah, I, I think we're the entire conversation. We we're we're so unable to say, oh, that's so interesting. Oh, that's a new perspective. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Let me incorporate that. Let me see how that incorporates into my previously held belief. Yeah. Like, do you really want to be right all the time, even if it's wrong? Yeah, the cognitive dissonance is. Oh, that's a good. I love that's like the one thing I remember from my intro to psychology class. Mm-hmm. So, sprinkle that in any time I can. Uh, but yeah, cognitive dissonance in the world right now is ridiculous. Well, because it's scary. It's scary to go against what you believe in and to reconsider that maybe you've been wrong. And now you have to reconfigure yourself to this new narrative that that you fought against. Not even wrong either. Just like, I feel like when you argue something so passionately and so strongly, and then you're like, hold on, I took a step back and now maybe that was, maybe I overreacted slightly. That's really hard to own up to as well. Like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I I overreacted. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's harder than even just saying, oh yeah, I was wrong. That was not true. I'm sorry about that. But like, if you've argued something to the death and like to the point of deleting people off Facebook mm-hmm. and and cutting off family members, like you're gonna continue to argue that just as passionately. So social media has made us weak. Because we're incapable of having any amount of humility when we're wrong to say we're wrong. I just don't think we were ever meant to know every single thought that comes to anybody's head, which mm-hmm. Twitter has given. Well, I'm a man, so I've I've resigned to that to that notion when it comes to women. So so I'm more I'm more okay with that than maybe you you are. <laughs> by by a small margin. You, jokes, obviously jokes. You think that I'm used to getting every single thought out of you? <laughs> no. I was just going with the old the old dumb man husband trope. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right, last last paragraph here. Is which it is, is it I though? guess. Uh, Such a long article. Still Sullivan said, uh, Oh, okay, so Sullivan, somehow we jumped to a tarot card reader. <laughs> Jessica Sullivan, a tarot card reader oh who also works at Backstreet, agrees, I don't need anybody to think the same things that I think in order for them to be a good person Jessica, I'm, I'm not calling you out here, ma'am. I guarantee, guarantee that during the 20, what was it? Oh, yeah. 2020 election. That was so long ago. Uh-huh. The 2020 election, you were deleting people off of Facebook. You are a tarot card reader <laughs> that works at a coffee shop. I'm calling your bluff. Are you saying she has blue hair I'm, or purple hair? I'm Without saying, saying she has blue hair or purple that hair. She, at one time before she was interviewed for this article, mm-hmm. thought that you could not be a good person if you supported a certain political candidate. That's what I'm calling her out on. I'm going to read her quote again. I don't need anybody to think the same things that I think in order for them to be a good person. But she is in a specific career path being a tarot card reader. So she needs a specific group of people to think exactly the way she thinks to go to her business. 
Yeah, but then if they don't believe in it, that doesn't make them bad people. I know, but it makes them better people if they go and they pay money. It, yeah, business, it, it makes her rich. I, I was stretching, but... Yeah. Uh, still, Sullivan said, we don't have a kind of dark undercurrent at times. We do in the have town. a dark current, undercurrent at times. Uh, in one provocation, a pro-Trump raid that came through town during the 2020 campaign diverted off the main street and stopped outside the home of Conswall and her wife, blaring horns to intimidate them or to get their attention. Like, don't people blow horns, like, during a parade? And Who is Conswall? I, um, I don't know. Oh, I, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. They're... Uh, the parade was an overt sign of friction for a political parade. Like, they happen all the time everywhere. Like, I drove, I visited New Jersey during the 2020 season, and there were people all over the place with different signs. I was like, oh, well, it's cold outside. I could never bear with that. Anyway, um, but behind the shield of social media, where you can spout an opinion and not have to look someone in the eye, the tone has been rabid. In exchanges on local Facebook groups, a downtown home and family displaying multiple pro-Trump banners were denounced as a Trump dump. From the other side, vile insults have been flung at gay people and anyone on the left. In the forum, people feel more free to just say whatever they want and attack. Uh, said a woman. Quote, I've heard it all. She asked not to be identified because of local tension. Off Facebook, the Trump supporters don't hesitate to visit Backstreet, sizing up Mo as definitely down the middle. Quote, we take our little one for milkshakes and things like that, she said. So do the radical lefties. So do the just the plain people. They're all shoot the breeze, ask about family, complain about the water bill or something. Then it's back to the ramparts. That's America for you. Quote, it's affecting people, Mo said, of the perils of the era. Not me. Not in my bubble. We're going to be fine, everyone. We're going to land on our feet in my coffee bubble. I couldn't agree with her more. I think we're going to be just fine. I think people are crazy on the left. I think people are crazy on the right. And I think it's because they're listening to people who are telling them that the sky is falling all around them. And I think if you unplug and you go to a coffee shop and surround yourself with normal people, I think you'll realize that we're all going to be fine and if we're not then i'm wrong so and i'm not going to that coffee shop <laughs> and i won't be welcome um yeah i think that was beautiful thank you i don't think we could have started 2022 any better those words of wisdom thank you thank you after this i will be going to my local tarot card reader and i will be seeing what is to come for the rest of 20 Sounds like a good But let us know in the comment section down below, do you think the world is coming to an end, or America as you know it, or do you think we're just going to be fine? And do you, or do you not, think we should all drink more coffee in 2022? I think we all should drink more coffee. I, I think we should drink more coffee. But Happy New Year's, everyone, and we will see you in the next one. Bye, guys.